section six of the national geographic magazine volume seven december eighteen ninety six this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by betty b geographic literature the scenery of switzerland and the causes to which it is due by sir john lubbock new york macmillan and company eighteen ninety six two critics of this one book have said had not this volume borne a well-known name we should have guessed it to be the production of one or more geological students who had read too many german textbooks and mixed their notes with brief and simple extracts from the diary of a swiss tour london athenaeum august first eighteen ninety six and this admirable book shows how thoroughly a sagacious amateur may follow appreciate and transmit to a large circle of readers the best physiographic results gained by geologists and geographers of switzerland science august seventh eighteen ninety six as the latter opinion is my own i naturally prefer it to that of the london writer who seems to me a carping critic unsympathetic and unappreciative he gloats over misprints he dwells on mistakes of de for du he magnifies other trifling inaccuracies and thus fails to present to his readers a clear idea of the intention of the book and of its essentially successful accomplishment as it seems to me the real point of the book is this instead of contenting himself after the fashion of the typical alpine clubman with a merely athletic ascent of a mountain peak in itself truly a fine and invigorating exercise lubbock has done much more for he has studied as well as climbed and the book is an effort to share with others the intellectual entertainment thus gained as he says my attention was from the first directed to the interesting problems presented by the physical geography of the country i longed to know what forces had raised the mountains had hollowed out the lakes and directed the rivers during all my holidays these questions have occupied my thoughts and i have read much of what has been written about them speaking of the plan of his book he adds i urge tyndall and several others far better qualified than i am myself to give us such a volume feeling sure that it would be welcome to our countrymen and add both to the pleasure and to the interest of their swiss trips they were all however otherwise occupied but they encouraged me to attempt it promising me their valuable assistance and this must be my excuse for undertaking the task perhaps prematurely the book is a very welcome contribution to popular scientific literature and the more so because it is upon a subject that has called forth singularly little writing of this class in spite of the rich variety of its materials it gives a brief account of the geology of the alps of the origin of mountains in general and of the structural features of the mountains of switzerland in particular then follow chapters on ice and glaciers on rivers valleys and lakes and on the influence of the strata on scenery nearly two hundred pages ensue on special districts of the alps such as the jura the central plain mount blanc the bernese oberland the rhine the Rus, and the engadine 
nowhere else can the intelligent reader or observant traveller so readily gain a general view of the results attained by specialists one may amusedly regret that snow is spoken of as having eight-sided crystals and at the same time enjoy the account of avalanches and of moraines which will surely edify many an inquiring traveller perhaps two names selange and salanthe are confused but where else shall we go for a simple and accessible english rendering of such studies as heims on the former course of the rhine or the beheading of the inn as a consequence of the latter accident four little lakes have been formed on the valley floor barred by alluvial fans thrown out by the lateral streams here is the best example that can now be quoted of this peculiar species of lakes yet the athenaeum critic will have it that they are not caused by dams formed by lateral streams but by the rocky barriers above and below the lake of st moritz lateral streams have only divided in two places the upper lake having a particular interest in lakes of this class i wrote to professor heim of zurich for fuller particulars it being from his original study that lubbock took his account in reply heim gives details confirming his original statement and justifying lubbock's abstract of it a valuable list of works and authors referred to is given in an appendix an index is unfortunately wanting one of the chief values of lubbock's book lies in its being so manifestly the work of one who has enjoyed the study and observation required in its preparation the author may still spell chamonix chamonix perhaps as a very busy man he may leave proofreading to others we hope he gives his own time to higher pursuits but he certainly shows himself a generous man in taking the pains to make so accessible to many others the beauties of nature that he has himself appreciated so well w m davis fry's home and school atlas boston gin and company eighteen ninety six one dollar fifteen cents by mail this is a by-product of the fry series of school geographies it contains twenty-four geographic maps nine of which are devoted to the united states and ten to other parts of the world the remainder being historical and commercial these are well indexed and are convenient for ordinary use although upon very small scales there is also a series of relief maps of the continents and principal countries and the work concludes with climatic and industrial maps of the united states with descriptive text tables etc lakes of north america a reading lesson for students of geography and geology by israel c russell professor of geology in the university of michigan pages roman numeral eleven plus one hundred twenty five with thirty two illustrations boston gin and company eighteen ninety five this little book is a treatise on lakes in the light of the new geography it classifies lakes by the origin of their basins as those due to atmospheric aqueous glacial volcanic and other agencies it treats of the movements of lake waters as tides waves and currents the effect of lakes upon climate and the flow of streams it describes the characteristic topography of lake shores as cliffs terraces banks 
deltas etc the characteristics of fresh waters and saline lakes are given life histories of lakes are detailed and the book closes with studies of certain lakes living and extinct including the laurentian lakes lakes agassiz bonneville and la hontan the book is an exceptionally fine contribution to the science of physiography it is delightfully written and the illustrations are in keeping with the matter of the work end of section six